0: This is what I have learned to do to take care of myself and my highly sensitive parts. I acknowledge my sensitivities and I reaffirm my highly sensitive traits through reading and other highly sensitive people. I work hard to heal my wounded parts. From a lens of high sensitivity. So, looking back at when I was emotionally injured or neglected and seeing how what could have been done differently for me, I can give to those parts today. I show myself compassion when I feel overwhelmed. This is really, really important because with the work that I do, either through trainings or getting involved with other therapists as collaborations, I can get overwhelmed. Hi, I'm Biz Kush, a life coach and therapist and your host here on the Awaken Your Wise Woman podcast. We're talking to women all over the world who found their way back to themselves, to their inner knowing, to their intuition, to their wisest self. We're exploring how to feel alive, Authentic, engaged, and fully present in your life. Let's awaken your wise woman. Hi, and welcome back. I'm excited that you're here. I'm excited for this episode of the podcast. And I'm Bis Cush, and this is my podcast. So welcome back, or welcome if this is your first time listening. I, um, have had so much good feedback about the podcast over the last couple of months and it's really been heartwarming. I'm just, it fills me up just to hear listener comments and remarks and insight and what's landed for them and yeah, I'm super excited about it. And we just celebrated 5 years of the podcast, which blows my mind. Launched back in 2018 and have been going strong ever since, initially releasing an episode once a week. That was that was a lot for me to do and have a full-time coaching and therapy business, so moved it down to once every other week. And that is beautiful because it really gives me time between to reflect and do the work I need to do that isn't podcasting. And I wanted to share two comments that I got from listeners out there that really touched me so deeply. And I just wanted to share them with you on this anniversary of the podcast. And these are both anonymous. They have sent me these emails and I appreciate that they are sharing with me and honor that it's up to them to share whether these comments come from them. First one is, so I'm sitting in the mountains, just listening to your words, enjoying the wisdom openly shared between such a large community of women. So beautiful, so beautiful. And I appreciate listeners for emailing me and sharing how the podcast touches them. And the second email I got, they shared, I felt like the two of you were showing up in an authentic and truthful way that gives me hope that there might be a tribe out there that I belong to. Thank you for being brave enough to show up in that way in a public forum. And that's lovely. I just really feel like this season of the podcast in particular has really grown into itself and that really, that just fills me up, really fills me up. And in fact, the last two interviews that I have shared with uh, Tara Nicole Kirk and Sandra Holling just... mm, I feel like they tie together so nicely because Tara talks about living big dreams and really owning your authenticity and yourself in your journey, but also in the work that you do. And Sandra really stresses honoring your rhythms and flow while living and working because only you know what works for you. Only you know what you need as far as what balance means quote unquote balance. And I think that both those messages are super important for us wise women to live our lives fully and authentically and from a place of groundedness and presence. And I think that they both speak to, for myself, both those interviews of honoring ourself And especially if you are a highly sensitive woman and you find yourself feeling overwhelmed sometimes or unclear about how your sensitivity is impacting your daily life, to me, it's all about honoring your needs, all about taking care of you in the moment. But sometimes we might not know what we need, especially if we've been told that our needs are too much, that we're too sensitive, that we just need to suck it up, get over it, move on. So I guess I wanted to share a little bit more this week about highly sensitive people and what that really means because I don't use it lightly There are actual biological traits to high sensitivity that they have found in 20% of the population, which is crazy. I mean, it's not just a fluke. It isn't just like me saying I'm sensitive. This is an actual trait for many, many people out there. Before I jump in and talk more about highly sensitive people, I wanted to share The wisdom from Adina Silvestri sharing what she thinks it means to be a wise woman.
1: Hello, biz and wise women everywhere. This is Adina Silvestri, private practice owner in Richmond, Virginia. And my website is adinasilvestri.com. So the first question biz asked me to answer was, how would I describe a wise woman? This was a tough one. I think I would describe her as having two main qualities. One, that she has a healthy amount of joy. And two is that she lives a life full of grace. The first one of these two qualities requires some more explanation on my part. She's not overjoyed or underjoyed, but she has a healthy amount of joy. When I think of this healthy amount, I think of healthy forests. And they exhibit this the best. The joy among trees is mostly invisible, where often the weak or stressed are supported by the strong and surplused. So this joy is mostly invisible, the joy a wise woman possesses. And it's also the underground union between her and life, between her and the lives of everyone and everything. What are the top three practices that has helped me become a wise woman? Well, it's a practice that I'm not sure I'll ever fully achieve, but I write. In the mornings, I write out a list of gratitudes and delights. And in the evenings, I recap my day. How well did I do on the behaviors I'm trying to work on and things that I'm trying to improve? I sort of give myself a rating scale. Two, I surround myself with delightful people. (laughs) I try and surround myself with people, places, things, poems. I read a couple poems every morning. I always try to get out in nature as much as possible, and, and those things really do bring out the best in me. And number three is... Pretty similar to to number one, I write. I thought number three would be a good time to share a writing prompt. And the prompt that I use every morning that's really helps ground me and sort of sets me for the day is the prompt, right now I am. That's a great prompt. I definitely highly encourage that you try it. And I believe that's all for me you know, I think one of the most beautiful and life-altering books for myself and for my clients is the book by Susan Cain, Bittersweet. And, you know, she just expresses what it's like to be, to kind of hold that sadness along with that joy. And I love how she thinks about just everyday life. So I believe that's it for me. And I hope that everyone has a great day. Thanks again, Biz. Bye.
0: I really, really love hearing the insight and reflections from the women who have shared what it means to be a wise woman. And Adina's in particular, right in this moment, feels really relevant and resonant with me. I agree, nature and reading just to fill me up as well as writing. I am a big journaler and her suggestion of right now I am you fill in the blank seems like a wonderful prompt to try, which I'm going to add to my list of writing prompts. So now we're going to jump into what it means to be highly sensitive. Again, this is something that I hold tenderly and has really brought a lot of insight into my life, just owning my own sensitivity. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that. Elaine Aaron is a psychologist, an author, and a researcher, and she has really brought the highly sensitive trait out from the darkness into public awareness in a really beautiful way. And so, if you want to know more about her, her research, her books, you can go to hsperson.com or Google Elaine Aaron. And you will find all of her amazing resources, including there is a questionnaire that you can do there on her website to see if you are a highly sensitive person. On the opening page of the website, there is a, just a little quick survey of like, do these things resonate for you? So I'm going to read them to you. Again, this is from Elaine Aaron's website, hsperson.com. Are you easily overwhelmed by such things as bright lights, strong smells, coarse fabrics, or sirens nearby? Do you get rattled when you have a lot to do in a short amount of time? Do you make a point of avoiding violent movies and TV shows? Do you need to withdraw during busy days into bed or a darkened room? or some other place you can have privacy and relief from the situation? Do you make it a high priority to arrange your life to avoid upsetting or overwhelming situations? Do you notice or enjoy delicate or fine scents, tastes, sounds, or works of art? Do you have a rich and complex inner life? And lastly, when you were a child, did your parents or teachers see you as sensitive or shy? Now, every highly sensitive person experiences their sensitivity in their own unique way. And so some of those questions may not apply to you. What really resonates for me is one getting rattled When I have a lot to do in a short amount of time, that can really make me feel incredibly overwhelmed and stressed. I do get overwhelmed by bright lights and strong smells and coarse fabrics as a kid would send me over the edge, like not literally over the edge, but would make me so distressed that it would be hard to go to school. I've gotten better at choosing the fabrics that I wear in my life today. So that isn't quite so much of a problem. And I am deeply moved by certain colors and music and good food tastes. Yeah. So I have taken the highly sensitive person test or quiz or questionnaire, whatever it is on the the website there. And for sure, I am highly sensitive. I do think my sensitivity has, as I've come to understand it better and take better care of myself, it is, I don't feel as overwhelmed as I used to as a kid. But I wanted to share what some highly sensitive people, clients and friends have shared with me About how they have felt in their own sensitivity, not knowing what it was, but just some of the reflections they've had about themselves. I always felt like I was too much. People told me I was way too sensitive, I thought I was just shy. I needed some time alone as a kid, but this wasn't always seen as normal or honored. And loud noises were really too, too much for me. And for a kid, that's hard because oftentimes the environments that we're in, at school, with friends, parties, it can be really loud, even within families. So in order to take care of yourself, it's important to honor your sensitivity and do what you need to take care of yourself. And from Elaine's website, from the Highly Sensitive Person website, the essentials, which she says, five necessities from Elaine Aaron's book about how to take care of yourself. Number one, believe that your trait is real. Review the research if you doubt it. Number two reframe your childhood in light of being highly sensitive. So looking backward, reflect on your childhood and what you were told about yourself around high sensitivity. Number three, heal from past wounds. Since highly sensitive people are differently susceptible they are affected by both good and bad environments now and in childhood. So they are highly susceptible to abuse, neglect, difficult situations, whether they're happening now or when they were a child or when you were a child. Number four, don't try to live like the other 80% of the population. Number five, be with a group of other highly sensitive people at least once to see how different we are. Try to have some highly sensitive friends if you have time in your life. All beautiful suggestions. All really honor you as a highly sensitive person if you are one. Here are my essentials. These are the things that I need to do. This is what I have learn to do to take care of myself and my highly sensitive parts. I acknowledge my sensitivities and I reaffirm my highly sensitive traits through reading and other highly sensitive people. I work hard to heal my wounded parts from a lens of high sensitivity. So looking back, At when I was emotionally injured or neglected and seeing how what could have been done differently for me, I can give to those parts today. I show myself compassion when I feel overwhelmed. This is really, really important because with the work that I do, either through trainings or getting involved with other therapists as collaborations, I can get overwhelmed so easily. And often what happens then is I shut down. I just want to walk away and not be a part of whatever it is because I feel like I can't do it. But if I can be compassionate and kind to myself, step away for a few moments, do what I need to do, I can come at the project, whatever it might be, in smaller bites to help me manage it better. And I work at a pace that suits me. And lastly, for me, I spend time alone. I spend a lot of time alone. I think I feel most grounded and myself when I'm by myself. And so, yes, do I love to socialize? Do I love people? Do I love hanging out with my friends and my family and my husband and my dog? For sure. But time alone, fills me up, grounds me, and helps me feel more balanced, more at ease, able to manage the sensitivity when it shows up. And as I'm doing more and more work with internal family systems and somatic, the body work, I think IFS or parts work And working with highly sensitive people, it's just a beautiful modality. It's a beautiful fit for highly sensitive people because the process is slow. It's at your pace, the client's pace. And throughout, we're getting permission from you and your system and your parts. Is this okay to go here? Is this okay to explore? Is it okay for your parts to be working in this way, feeling what they're feeling. And I think IFS and somatic IFS help you get to know the impact of the high sensitivity on your younger parts. So when it wasn't acknowledged or wasn't really fully understood that you were highly sensitive, wounds can happen you know, if you're told you're just too much or you're too sensitive or you need to get over it, those wounds can leave a mark. And through parts work, both somatic and IFS, we can heal those wounds to help you better learn how to take care of yourself today. And I think that One of the loveliest parts of IFS is that it helps us approach our highly sensitive system with kindness, creativity, and compassion. We can take breaks when needed. We learn to take time off from work. We learn to reduce our overwhelm intentionally by taking care of our needs and our parts. And through the work of coaching and therapy, internal family systems can really help you embrace your sensitivity in a way that helps you feel more aligned, more authentic, more like yourself. And I can share from my own personal experience that my own IFS therapy and parts work and the work I do outside of therapy has really helped me feel at home in myself. And that is a gift. If you would like to know more about working with me through parts work, through somatic work you can go to com forward slash about biz. And there's information there about the work we can do together. I also bring IFS into my therapy work. And if you are a resident of Maryland or Delaware, you can check me out at progressioncounseling.com. Right now, I have spots open in both my therapy and my coaching businesses, practices, so there's space for you here, and I would love to work with you if this, the parts work resonates for you, whether you're highly sensitive or not. Well, thanks again for joining me today on the podcast. I always enjoy our time together, and I look forward to Connecting with you here on the podcast next time. Thanks for listening to the Awaken Your Wise Woman podcast. The information in this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health professional. Music by Andy Cush, sound editing by Laura Disler, and show notes by Kathy Cush. If you'd like more information about me, Biz Cush, and the resources shared today, go to awakenyourwisewoman.com.